Hi everyone, it's a short podcast today just with me as we prepare for a big summer session here at Family Time and everybody's getting ready for their summer plans and summer excitement and summer vacations and summer camps. Um, I tried to pull together an impromptu uh, podcast today with some psychologist friends. Um, I wasn't able to do it, so I'm just going to throw my thoughts out there. Um, The title I picked for today was Check on Your Strong Friend, and it came from a Facebook post from a beautiful grieving community uh, for parents who've lost children and for other forms of grief. Um, And that community is called A Bed for My Heart. You'll find them on Facebook. Um, And they posted this um, with all of the suicides, two public suicides that we've seen this week, all the publicity about increased suicide in our culture. Um, They said, make sure you check on your strong friend because sometimes the people who look in control, look like they're managing it, might not be doing so well in those private places. And um, so um, I also wanted to share something that another friend posted on Facebook this week. Um, but I but I want to say this all goes hand in hand with what I believe is the mission of See Me, Hear Me, Love Me, which is to honor the messiness of life with children and also the messiness in grown-up lives that doesn't disappear. Um, When we get impatient with people for being full of grief or loneliness or sadness, when we rush them through feelings, when we try to come up with quick fixes, sometimes the loneliness just feels more monumental and um, less manageable. I have no expertise on this subject, but I do want to at least connect it to the, 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 the emotional intelligence that is so essential to raising healthy, happy children and to creating families that work for everyone involved, for the mothers, for the fathers, for the siblings, um, so that everybody feels like their needs are being met in some way and that their feelings, thoughts, quirkiness, peculiarities all get validated and accepted for exactly who they are. I also believe that I personally have a responsibility to create safe places for children and for parents, for families, that we're not just a place to come and play and sing and get messy and get silly. We are a place where people can walk in that door in whatever mood they are in on any given day. And and I know this is very small compared to the the terrors and the horrors of suicide, but I but I want to at least feel like that's my little place and my little response to what I can't fix or help with in the big world. Because I don't think we're a culture that responds well to less than attractive emotions, to the messy emotions, to the inconvenient emotions. I love that kids can be transparent. I want kids to be transparent. I want those tantrums and anger and frustration and confusion and sadness because then I can support them 
finding their way through those thinking, feeling moments that feel too big and too overwhelming. And I certainly want that for the mothers, fathers, grandparents, and grown-ups who walk into my classroom and to walk into this community. We are a community that's here to support individuals, children, and families. And I know that every school out there wants to be that same kind of safe place, safe haven, bubble that can reassure, support, guide, and partner with parents and with children throughout the good, the bad, and the messy of life. So what is my mission? My mission as a, as a teacher, as a member of a community, is to create safe places for children, for families, for women, for men, for the lost, the lonely, the scared, the forgotten, and the invisible. And I believe that we have a responsibility to be honest about feelings and absolutely to, to stand up to the myths of a perfect life and to support each other through the things that we can't control, that are not quick fixes, that are not neat and manageable. So where do we begin? Um, I think um, I want to begin this with um, the other thing that I read on Facebook. But a friend of mine uh, posted it. It was written, I believe, by someone named Danielle Hughes. And it says to stop and listen to listen with all of our hearts, um, and I'm gonna read it to you now. It says, for the woman whose husband makes an extra stop after work every evening, for the woman who is mourning the loss of a pregnancy that nobody else knew about, for the woman who still leads from the front even though she's lost inside, for the woman who was fired for her fourth late because she's been awake for a straight week with a sick child. For the single mom who doesn't know how the utilities are going to stay on this month. For the woman who's gone through two IVFs and has tried for five years without success but still shows up to every baby shower for her friends. For the woman who still hasn't forgotten herself for the abortion that she had 20 years ago. For the woman who has a line of judging eyes at her and her children as she counts out coins and has to put something back at the supermarket. For the woman that opens the door to the news of her husband being killed overseas three weeks before he was to return home. For the woman who lives with a quiet anxiety because nobody understands what you could possibly be stressed about. For the woman who gives to her family all day, every day, and just needs a break. For the woman who smiles at strangers all day in public, but weeps silently every night. For the woman who has wanted to end it all, but found strength to carry on. For the woman that heard the rumor about herself at church today. For the woman sleeping next to a stranger every night. For the woman whose genetics will never allow her to look like the ones in the magazines. For the, woman who, for the woman who endures one broken relationship after another because there was no father around to teach her what love looks like. For the woman raising a fatherless daughter and praying that history doesn't repeat itself. For the woman who loves with all her heart and who's desperate to be loved. 
for every single woman that cries in the shower so no one else can see, because if you aren't strong, nobody is. Just because the water washes your tears doesn't mean you don't cry. Just because you cry doesn't mean you're not strong enough to handle it. I am you, I see you, I am with you, I cry with you, I love you. And so what I've realized this week is people were posting on Facebook that every mother out there, every woman, has her own version of For the Woman. And now as we see men feeling the same struggle, I can only imagine what that list is for the man. But for everyone out there who feels they are alone, let us each do our part to find a way to see, hear, love, acknowledge, and validate. For every child who feels like they don't fit, like they can't express the anger, the frustration, the confusion, who can't grow fast enough or learn life's lessons quick enough, let us at least be there for the children. Let us be there for each other. I wish I had other people at the table with me today, and um, I hope we do our small little part to make this world a place where everybody knows that they are not alone and that they've got this, not because they're perfect, but because we all share these human struggles. And I, and I thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll be back with normal podcast next week.